welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Bibles with me to Exodus chapter 25 from verse 1. Exodus 25 from verse 1. I want you to stay with me this morning and stay very focused. Exodus 25 and verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the people of Israel that they take for me a contribution from every man whose heart moves him. You shall receive the contribution for me. And this is the contribution that you shall receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze. Blue and purple and scarlet yarns. And fine twine line. Goat's hair, tanned ram skin. Goat skin, acacia wood. Oil for the lamps. Spices for the anointing oil. And for the fragrance incense. Onyx stones and stones for setting. For the effort and for the breast piece. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. Exactly as I show you concerning the pattern of the tabernacle and of all its furniture, so you shall make it. So you shall make it. Glory to God. Um, the Lord began to talk to me about um, the kind of life that he he wants for us and expects of us in the season and then i just kept seeing while i was away i i kept seeing heaven on earth heaven on earth heaven on earth heaven on earth and i, I feel it's important this season to teach about it and to talk about it because of what's going on right now everything that happens here on earth comes from somewhere it comes from a picture. It comes from a perspective. It comes from a mind. A mind. A mind. God wanted to make a tabernacle that he may dwell there. And then he called someone called Moses and brought him to him and began to show him the picture of how that tabernacle would be. Before that time, no one had built that kind of tabernacle. It, it wasn't in existence. Moses could not have seen it anywhere. There was no picture. There was nothing anywhere. There was no benefit of hindsight that he would take and say, okay, I saw it when I went to my sister-in-law's house. No, there was nothing of such. All right. So, but God wanted to do something. He wanted to do something. So he said to him, uh, speak to the people and tell them to bring all of these things because he wants to build, uh, he wants to make a sanctuary so that he will dwell there. The, the striking statement there is that exactly as I show you concerning the pattern of the tabernacle and all of its furniture, so you shall make it. We are here on earth. But 
the pattern of life and living that God expects of us is not here. How he wants us to live is not here. I know when we talk with people and, they, they, and we try to describe the God kind of life, the Zoe life, you hear people say things like, boy, come down to it. Come down to it. Why? Because, um, because we're here, we have certain limitations. We have certain things that limit us, that, that confines us, that puts us in a box. And it's not, we're not able to find full expression the way heaven wants it. But in the mind of God, there is a pattern, there is a way of life that he wants you and I to live. So he called Moses and said, look, I want to do something on earth. But this thing that I want to do on earth, I have the picture, I have the blueprint, I have the prototype, I know how it looks like. So I'm going to tell you to get the people together, let them bring all of these things and I will show you a pattern that you will build here on earth, but it is useful here, but it comes from heaven. So you and I are here on earth right now, this moment, this season, this time, this dispensation. But there is a pattern and a life, a kind of people, a kind of expression that God wants to come out of you. But that expression does not exist here on earth. It exists in the mind of God. That's why Jesus would pray that your kingdom come. And your will be done as it is in heaven. Let it be done here. So you and I are here on earth, but not with an earthly agenda, but a heavenly agenda. Not with an earthly calling, but a heavenly calling. So your expression here, your disposition here, what you do here should not be limited to here. How you function should not come from here. That's what I'm telling you. That the way you live your life should be an offshoot of his life. It says in Revelation 11, it says till the kingdom of this world become the kingdom of our God. Till the kingdom of this world becomes the kingdom of our God. So in essence, where all this is going is God wants you to live here as if you're living in heaven. God wants your results to be here as the results are in heaven. God wants your expression here to be as you are in heaven. Why? He says we are seated together with him where? In the heavenly places. Question is, if you are seated together with him, then the results you should be having should be what? Heavenly kind of results. Because that's where you're seated. Alright? So God wanted to do something on earth and then he called Moses gave him the blueprint and said exactly
exactly as I've shown you. The pattern I have shown you. That's how it should be. So little wonder people get in the presence of God and then they're praying and they see a vision. They see a work environment. They see uh, an atmosphere, their home or something. And then they step out of that place. God just gave you a picture of how that thing is supposed to be in the place of prayer. And you step out of there doing nothing about it and thinking it's just normal. No, he just showed you heaven on earth. And said that's how I want it to be. So when you are praying in the place of prayer. He said I will stand upon my watch. And see what he would say to me. I will stand upon my watch. Because in the place of prayer. He gives me picture. How can you see what he says? He gives you picture. So he paints the picture for you. How you ought to live in your home, your family, your workplace, your work environment. Everywhere you find yourself, he gives you the picture. And then he tells you that's how he wants you to live. So you find people in the place of prayer. Oh, they, they're just there an hour or two. And they see great and mighty things, awesome things. But they step out of that place and... I wish it will come true. No. What he's saying to you is, do you believe it enough what you've seen in the place of prayer to be your expression here on earth? Do you believe it enough? Do you trust me enough that what I've shown you on the mountain, that's what happened to Moses. It took him, God took him away from the people, secluded him to the mountain and showed him these things. He says, now go down to the people and tell them to bring all these things because what I have showed you on the mountain is how I want you to live. How many of us in the place of prayer have things God has shown to us, visions and dreams, thoughts in the mind of God and then we leave the place of prayer and then we're like, I wish it will come to pass. It's not a wishing. It's God showing you your future. Showing you heaven on earth. Showing you how you should live. How you should live. And then from there you ask for instructions. That how do I move from, from what I'm seeing now. To what I'm seeing in the place of the spirit. Because by design. You cannot function outside the spirit. By design. You are spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. So who you are is spirit. And the way God will communicate to you is spirit. God the spirit, it can never change. It can never change. So right now you are here in the city, in this location right now with all the circumstances surrounding you. It does not take away the potency of who God is. And what he is. And all that he can do. It doesn't take it away. No. Yes pastor you don't understand. There are certain limitations. Yes I know. But he. That formed you from dust. And breathed into you the breath of life. 
Did, do, do you know what he's doing? Of course he's aware. So he bred in you the bread of life that will sustain you and allow you to communicate with the divine. They're groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They're waiting for you and I to find expression, waiting for you and I to evolve, waiting for you and I to come to the fullness of ourselves, waiting for you and I to step into some newness, some new environment, some new expressions, waiting for you and I to step into some new light. Why? Because by design, we carry God. By design. By design, we carry God. By design, we have within us everything it takes for heaven to live its life through us here on earth. By design. So God made it very clear to Moses, saying, Moses, everything I have showed you on the mountain, be sure to do exactly. Be sure to do exactly. Every picture of what we see is a reflection of what obtains in heaven. Every picture. Hebrews chapter 8. From verse 1. See so now the point is. The point in what, I'm, what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest. One who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. A minister in the holy places. In the true tent that the Lord set up, not man. Talking about the tent that Moses set up and then this one. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Thus it is necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now if we were on earth. He would not be, he would not be a priest at all. Since they are priests to offer gifts according to the law. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. Why? Why is it so? Why do they serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things? Why is the pattern after the things that are in heaven? Have you asked yourself? Why is the pattern after the things that are in heaven? Because the design is heavenly. The design of your life is supernatural. You cannot be limited by the things that limit people here on earth. You cannot. You cannot subject yourself to that limitation. 
Because by design, what we are copying is the pattern in heaven. By design. So you find yourself in an awkward position. And then the word of God comes to you and says to you that this is your season where the flow will begin. What he just showed you is that in heaven's calendar and heaven's agenda, your flow has begun. So the picture has come to you that the flow has begun. But you look around you. <laughs> no flow. Not, no, 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 no talk of the law. Nothing. Nothing. How did God deal with such things in scripture? Somebody like Abraham. In heaven's agenda. You're the father of many nations. That's the pattern in heaven. At the time when he had nothing. Are you hearing me? Sometimes the word of God comes to you. It doesn't come at the time where you see the flow. It comes to tell you what is starting. So when it says the flow has begun, there's nothing. That's when you should rejoice. It comes to tell you what is to come. So Abraham, a new word has come for you. A new life has come for you. But Abraham at the time didn't look like it. When the word of God will come to you, you will not look like it. But I'm telling you, that word is the word that is able to make you, to form you, to build you up and give you an inheritance. That's what the Bible called the ingrafted word. So when the word comes, and you see that picture, and it looks like nothing where you are or where you even want to go. It looks like nothing at all. But the word has come. What God is saying to you in heaven's calendar, your flow has begun. But right now on earth, you're not seeing any flow. You're not seeing anything. It doesn't look like a flow. It doesn't. And then God will take Abraham say come 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 I need to elevate what you are seeing say look at the sky count them count them say pastor I'm, I can't see any star to count when people come out to give testimonies God is saying if I did it for them that's the picture he's painting for you if I did it for them if I saved one person, I protected one person, you're next in line. So there was nobody for to come forward and give a testimony before Abraham. God has to testify himself. <laughs> he had to testify himself. Say, Abraham, let me give you a testimony. Look at the stars. So Abraham had that testimony and he rejoiced. Say, I'm next in line. That a flow is coming. I'm next in line. Why is it important? Because the plan of God 
is that your life should be heaven on earth. That's his plan. That's his agenda. That's the plan from the very beginning. How do I know? Adam, when he created man, the Bible said, okay, let me ask you the question. Which one came first? The garden or the man? It's not a tricky question. The garden came first. So it means that because everything God does, he has a pattern. He has a blueprint. So, he made the garden and then put the man inside the garden. What does that tell you? A finished work. What does that tell you? A done deal. Before you even start, it's a done deal. So, he put the man in the garden and he says, all you just need to do is enjoy what I have created. Why? Because that's the pattern in heaven. That's the pattern in heaven. So right now, we find ourselves here on earth so many limitations. Many limitations. Some of them you can't even when you talk about it, you're in tears. When you talk about it, you feel like ah, it's going to last forever. But I know too well a God and I know too well scriptures that shows me a picture of a God who delights so much in blessing his people such that he has created a garden in Christ Jesus and put you and I there and says we are seated together with him in the heavenly places. If we are seated together with him, then it means that we see from an advantage point. We have, a, we have an advantage. So where we are seen from is not from earth. Where we are seen from is from heaven. So our kind of results, our kind of uh, expression, the things that happen to us, we have to draw from there. Not from here anymore. I was listening to Pastor Chris React uh, many years ago. One, one of the first times he went, I think it was the UK or so. And then it was extremely cold. Very, very cold. I think he didn't have a jacket at the time or something. It was really, really cold. And then... He said to himself, what am I doing? And then he began to speak in tongues. Laid his hands on his stomach and then he said, I ascend above the cold. I ascend above the cold. The cold is here. It's earthly. But you don't have to live an earthly life. And immediately his body became warm. You don't know what you carry. You don't know what you carry. So something's happened to certain people. And then, you know what we do? So, well, 
it happens to everybody. Are you everybody? The moment you begin to separate yourself, that's when you realize that, look, it's not everything that happens to everybody. Honestly. Okay. You're here in this church. 2020. Came. And everybody was screaming. Oh, the corona has hit, the corona has hit. And then we asked the Lord, Father, what is it for us here? And then the Lord said, it's going to be a great year for us. And then there will be increase and multiplication. But on earth, there was chaos. There was turmoil. But in heaven's agenda, you need to know the calendar you are following. If you are following Boaris calendar, I'm sorry for you. Following Boaris economy, I'm sorry for you. not a joke it's not a joke scripture has said that look darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people he said but you that's a separation that's a distinguishing factor but you the light of God will shine through you and then it tells you arise that your light has come in the midst of darkness how do you compute? It's not working with earthly agenda. It's working with a heavenly calendar. So Satan tries to throw different things. And then I'm shocked that believers will accept it. I said, do you know that the whole nation is in recession? No. You may be in recession, but I'm never in recession. It's not pride. If you know the calendar of heaven, you walk with that calendar. You realize heaven does not consult the Nigerian government to determine your future. It doesn't. God has his own plan. God has his own agenda. What I've realized is that the difficult thing for people is to come to terms that it's possible for something to be happening around and you be exempted. They can't understand it. They say it's common. No. We have our own common. It's called the commonwealth of Israel. our own common. The common wealth of Zion. That's our own common. And in that common lack does not happen. It may look like it. Ask the children of Israel. The Bible says there was darkness in Egypt but in Goshen there was light. How do you compute? There is a heavenly plan. The earlier you realize it, the better. And separate yourself. He said, come out from among them and be separate. That's his command. Why? Because when he's releasing the blessing and his hand is moving, to the wicked it will be a turmoil, but to you it will be a blessing. So he says, come out from among them and be separate. 
the times where we generalize everything those times are gone two of you can be in a room if the atmosphere under you is not a heavenly atmosphere you will have the same experience as the other person but what God is saying is calling us up to a higher place such that the way we live our lives is influencing the other person no matter how much negativity the person carries because you are working with another calendar you are working with heaven's agenda architect Lickie was given his testimony there are many of them there came for the interview they separated him. You carry something, no? Don't joke with it. There's something on you. Be conscious of it. Don't generalize yourself with the public. They are sacking everybody. And I say, when will it be my turn? If they sack you, it means promotion is coming. That's your thought. That's your mindset. Why? You have a higher plan, a higher authority you're working with. It's heaven's agenda. It's heaven's calendar. But don't be deceived that you are here on earth. No! We may be here together, but our experiences are different. What you are carrying and what I'm carrying, they are different. They are different. Some people have said 2020 was, was really bad. And that 2021 will be worse. You don't need to tell me to know. I know already in scripture it will get darker still. But me, oh, there's a light upon me. There's a light upon me. That's my expression. There's a light upon me. There's a glory upon me. How else will God be God if not through me? else will glory come to him if not through me how else they say that men may see your good works and do what glorify your father so how will he receive glory if men do not see the good works that is flowing through me so I'm a carrier of glory I'm a carrier of his good works so everywhere I go I'm conscious of it so Abraham left that place and became very conscious. Ah, father of nations. Father of nations. It didn't look like it. When the word came to him, there was nothing about him that looked like it. There was nothing about Sarah that looked like it. But he held on to it. A father of many nations. Father of many nations. Father of many nations. Look, I don't care how long the problem has been. I don't care. That's not the judge. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand. He's been around for nine years. He's been around for ten years. That's not the judge. That's not the judge. God knows why. I don't know. But I can tell you, the longer it takes, the greater your miracle. The longer it takes, the better the glory comes to God. That's what I can tell you. And I can give you testimonies. I've shared the story before. There was a man. Uh, uh, um, Reverend Judge was sharing the testimony. He got laid off at work. 
He was laid off unjustly. And he took the company to court. And for 12 years, the case was in court. He kept going to his pastor. Reverend George would pray for him several times. Why it was taking that long, we don't know. It got one day, the man was so wretched. Everything broken, busted, disgusted. He came to him and said, Papa, I've had it. I'm done. I'm done. And then Reverend George looked at him, laid his hand on him one more time and said, Father, have mercy on your son. Prayed for him and sent him away. The matter came up in court again. Twelve years. And then the judge said, I now rule on this case. What has been owed him for twelve years, let it be paid to him. Every promotion that was due him for twelve years, calculate it in monetary terms and pay it to him. By the time they calculated it, he was second to the MD or something and they calculated bonus and salary and entitlement packed everything together and wrote him a check he took the check suddenly became blind he said he took the check I said uh, pastor please I can't see very well let me count the number of zeros in this because I'm counting it it's just my eyes is just 500 million 500 million one check, one day, 12 years. He says, I've been young. Now I'm old. I've never, never seen the righteous forsaken or his children beg for bread. It's a day that go precious seeds. Weeping will doubtless come again rejoicing. I don't know the God you serve but the one I serve never fails. That's the design. Heaven on earth. Pastor is taking so long. Let it take as long as it takes. But let your faith not fail because when he puts it together pressed down shaking running over that's what he does that's his specialty there is never an end of a believer that is worse than his beginning check it in scripture I don't know this, the God you're talking about but the one I'm talking about there is never an end of a believer. As long as you are holding on to him. That is worse than the beginning. Say, ah, when I started serving God, my life was good. Now my life is bad. No, 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 no. You may have aborted the process. You may have. Never won. So I tell you. 2021 will be your best year yet. Yeah. 2021 
will be better than 2020. Amen. I'm not consulting Buhari's calendar to tell you. I'm consulting heaven's calendar and I'm telling you that 2021 will be better in the name of Jesus. If you think you've lost anything, I have good news for you. The recovery that is coming for you, Katabo stand to your feet. If you think you've lost anything, the recovery that is coming will so put you in a position that unbelievers will be telling, will gather themselves together and say, see what the Lord has done for him. See what the Lord has done for her. How do I know? It's heaven's agenda. It's heaven's calendar. It says the flow has begun. You can't lose. We don't lose. Hear me. We don't lose. We don't lose. As believers, we don't. Say, Pastor, but I lost something. Let me tell you. You lost something. You have not lost. Whatever you lose comes to you. And when it comes to you, press down, shaking together, running over. Running over. He said, I know in whom I have believed. I know in whom I have believed. I know a God. And I know a calendar. And I know heaven's timeline. And that timeline has promises for me. That's the only expression. Question is, are you let me use the word foolish enough to look at heaven's agenda and heaven's calendar above every other calendar and agenda because the wisdom of God is foolishness to the world how many years did it take Noah to build the ark I think it was close to a hundred years or so. But a word came. And he held on to that word. You don't have hundred years old. But whatever word has come to you. Are you ready to hold on to it? Are you ready to hold on to it? See, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the matured sons of God. God is leading you and you don't even know it. He's protecting you and you don't even know it. You think the calendar of, 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 of the nation, Nigeria, is what, is, is what you are running with? No! 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 I've stopped, I've stopped listening to the news. I turn the radio, the same thing. Put on the TV, it's the same thing. I'm telling you. There's no point. Because what I'm hearing is feeding my spirit. And he says, according to the power that works within you. So I'm giving myself 
power, something to work with. So I'm listening to the things of faith. So that I will not be counted amongst the people who say we are the masses. I'm not part of your masses. No. I know many times people have called and said, ah. You know when they sit down and they are talking about kidnap, kidnap, kidnap. And you put your ears there. And you are hearing. That's how they kidnap one person. And you say, hey, I know the man who, I know somebody. What are you doing? Is that your calendar? Is that the kind of life? When you're done there, you're filled with so much fear. And that even when you want to go from your house to your junction, see, maybe they will kidnap you. When he was given his testimony, I can relate. Some people have not gone, done half of that and they picked them up. So he found out, ah, the car stopped and God was just protecting you and he didn't even know it. So you thought that the loss was a loss, not knowing it was heaven's calendar. So you lost 10,000. And you now open scripture and be talking like David. Why are thou cast down, O my soul? No. Someone say there's an agenda. It's heaven's agenda. That's what I follow. Exodus 25 40 and he says to Moses again and see that you make them after the pattern for them which is being shown you on the mountain what is that mountain the place of prayer the presence of God the place of the spirit when you are here, I told you many times before, when we come for church, the things you see while you're here, the experiences you have, don't take them lightly. They are blueprints of where God is taking you. While you're here and we're praying and you all of a sudden, you see yourself before CEOs realize that that's the blueprint of heaven that's heaven's agenda when you live here the question that should come to your heart is how what should I do next what should I do next because God begins to lead you from there because whether you like it or not the kingdoms of this world will become 
the kingdom of our God. The question is, will you be part of the kingdom of our God? Lift your hands to heaven. Today, I'm laying a foundation all through the month. I'm going to be teaching about it and talking about it. Lift your hands to heaven. Precious Holy Spirit. We adore you. We adore you. We adore you, Holy Spirit. You are the one that knows the mind of God. You are the one that knows the mind of God. Whatever heaven's agenda is for us this season, we lay hold on it. We embrace it, oh God. Whatever that plan is, we'll make it a priority above any other agenda. And so, Lord, we arise above the darkness. We arise above the limitations. We arise above everything that seems to limit and Father, we declare that our experiences are different. Our results are different. The encounters we have are different. Aha. We are a chosen people. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. We've been set apart to show forth your glory. So Lord, I pray everyone under the sound of my voice. Let them begin to operate according to heaven's calendar. In the name of Jesus. By the divine plan of heaven. A people were meant to be blessed. But an decided to curse them but God you that sit in the heavens you laughed and you said whatever pronouncement is made will be a blessing because according to your plan it's a blessing so Lord I pray everyone under the sound of my voice now according to your plan this season that the flow has begun. Everything that talks contrary to that plan. May it turn to favor that plan. In the name of Jesus. Because your word has gone forth. And it will not return to you void. Situations and circumstances. Sometimes appear to be negating that word. But Lord, I pray 
that whatever the situation or the circumstance surrounding your people this season I declare it will work for their good in the name of Jesus the Bible says if the prince of this world has known he will not have crucified the king of glory Lord let the testimony of your people be that in whatever direction the wind blows it pushes them to their blessings pushes them to favor in the name of Jesus whatever direction the wind blows it causes your goodness to rest upon them in the name of Jesus the Bible says Lord that you caused an east wind to blow quails to the children of Israel in the desert. Lord, I speak in the name of Jesus. Anyone under the sound of my voice that appears to be in a dark place right now, let the wind of God blow whatever you need in that place. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy. You will not need to go far. Right there. Where you are. What you've been asking for. Will come to you. In the name of Jesus. The letter you need. Where you are. It will come to you. In the name of Jesus. Someone under the sound of my voice. The call you will get is that we could not wait for you to come. We had to come to you. Because you are under heaven's agenda, what you are looking for, we look for you in the name of Jesus. Because in this season, you are experiencing heaven on earth. The outcome of your life will be so utterly unexplainable. In the name of Jesus. The blessing of God rest on you. The hand of God be upon you mightily. The countenance of God be upon you. In the name of Jesus. Give God praise. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.